0: Before I begin, I just want to give a little shout out and a big thanks to Barb Higgins, who is the creator of the podcast, A Thousand Tiny Steps. She has been so gracious and supportive of my podcast journey, and she has an incredible podcast where she shares her life stories and everything that has brought her to where she is today. It is inspirational. It is well-spoken, and I highly recommend. So please go listen to A Thousand Tiny Steps. I listen to it on Spotify and listen as a way of thanking her for being so supportive of mine. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup, or welcome, if it's your first time joining me. Today, I am joined by, don't get too excited, a coffee and a Pedialyte, not sponsored. Um, because, basically, if I drink them both, one's a diuretic and one will hydrate me, then I'm pretty much just going to be reach a level of equilibrium, am I right? Because um, I... Yesterday was so violently dehydrated that I had a massive migraine and it was so painful and I couldn't keep my eyes open, but I chugged a Pedialyte and I was back to normal. And so I thought I'd do the same today just to stay on top of it. I got a big meet tomorrow, so got to stay ready for that. Um, So it, is, it has been my finals week at school, so it has been very busy with studying and The end of school and my track season concluding and all of that. So it's been quite the rollercoaster of a week, but it's been a great week nonetheless. And it's still been equal amounts of fun. And I am procrastinating right now studying, so you're welcome. But I've been wanting to put out a little episode for a while now. It's difficult when you share a space with someone, like a roommate, um, because... I don't want to just bombard her and be recording while she's in here. So I have to kind of wait for the moments where she's doing her own thing, even though she would gladly allow me to do my little recording sessions with her in the room, but I don't want to bother her. So I snagged this little moment while she was at practice. So um, today is a few fun days. It is National Honesty Day, National Adopt-a-Shelter Pet Day, National Bubble Tea Day, and National Raisin Day. If any of those resonate with you, go celebrate. Um, It is also the last day of April, which is really exciting. I feel like this month flew. I feel like I was just celebrating my birthday, which was the first day in April, and here we are. It's the last day, and then soon it will be summer, and I'm so excited for a good thing that happened today is I got a lot of sleep, and which has been actually the plus of finals. Usually it's kind of the opposite, but for me, there's no early practices this week and I don't have any like classes in the morning that I have to wake up for. So I'm able to kind of sleep longer than I would have been able to otherwise, which has been very nice. And my body's like, thank you. Um, today, I thought we would talk about something that I've briefly talked about in the past on here, but I think I have grown a lot in the past year, and it would be very interesting to revisit this idea and see how my results line up now with love languages, and I will get into what those are. I'm sure many of you know what they are, um, but for those who don't, I will do a little explanation. Um, but... Yeah, that's really all there is to it. And we're going to do a few other things this episode, but we're really going to be focusing on love languages and that whole shebang. Also, I, since it's like the last little bit of school, I've been trying not to go grocery shopping and it is difficult. I feel like such a little gremlin because I'm eating like the most obscure snacks that I've had in my room for a very long time now, which is a little bit disgusting, but that's okay. And, um, um, I, like right now, and I literally, I hate when people do this. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say this. Um, but like I had a really big breakfast at the dining hall and honestly, this coffee will hold me over for a long time. And I'm not even saying that feel like, I just had coffee for a meal because I hate when people do that. Um, but I'm still just full and I know that I kind of did something to snack on my snack. I mean, sip. So I have my light and my coffee and, um, I don't know what this little tangent was, but then I'm going to be ready to crush the day, go to practice, go to dinner, do some studying, and have a great meet tomorrow. But anywho, let's get started with our actual content, shall we? Okay, so for those of you who do not know, love languages are something that is how you express love and also how you best receive love. And this doesn't just have to be in a romantic relationship, it can be in a platonic relationship too, which is really interesting. And I believe there's five different types. I know there's words of affirmation, um, quality time, gifts, um, acts of service and physical touch. And so those are the different types that people best receive their form of love or show their form of love. And so I always in the past have been a strictly words of affirmation girl, especially like last, sorry, that was my PD light on the table. Um, especially like my like last year, because I am very insecure, but especially at this point last year. And so hearing Some validating words was the best thing for me. But now I think that I'm kind of past that since I have had a big year of growth. And that's not to say that I'm perfect and that I'm completely healed, but I do think it'll be interesting to see how my numbers change. And I actually don't remember the specifics, but I know that words of affirmation was number one. And I want to say that quality time was number two. Um, But I encourage you all to take this little test because it can actually open your eyes a lot because say one of my friends, their love language is physical touch and mine isn't. So if I'm not hugging them or if I'm not like giving them high fives, they don't feel loved, but I'm telling them that they're an awesome friend because my love language is words of affirmation. They may not be feeling the love, but I might be thinking I'm giving I might be thinking I'm giving the love, but it's just because our love languages don't align. And that's why it's really interesting to take these little tests and see how it adds up. So I thought I'd take it and you all can take it with me. So let's begin. This is called fivelovelanguages.com if you want to take the same one as me. Hang on, I've got to accept those cookies. Okay. <clears throat> how do you describe yourself? I'm an adult. I'm a teenager. I am taking the quiz for my child. I'm an adult. How do you describe yourself? I'm in a relationship. I am single. I am single. Um, it's more meaningful. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love sends me a loving note, text, email for no special reason. I hug someone I love. See, I think a year ago, it would have been someone I love sends me a loving note, text, email for no special reason. I think I'm still going to go with that. It's more meaningful to me when I can spend time alone with someone I love, just us, or someone I love does something practical to help me out. I think spending time alone. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love gives me a little gift as a token of our love of concern for each other, or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with those that I love. Um, Hmm. I think uninterrupted leisure time, although I do love a good gift. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love does something unexpected for me to help with a project, or I can share an innocent touch with someone I love. I think someone I love does something unexpected for me. It's more meaningful me t- It's more meaningful to me when someone I love puts their arm around me in public, or someone I love surprised me with a gift. I think someone I love puts their arm around me in public. It's more meaningful to me when... I am around someone I love, even if we're not really doing anything, or I can be comfortable holding hands, high-fiving, or putting my arm around someone I love. Hmm. This is a tricky one. I'm around someone I love. I'm going to say the touch one. It's more meaningful to me when I receive a gift from someone I love, or I hear from someone I love that they love me. The words one. It's more meaningful to me when I sit close to someone I love. I am complimented by someone I love for no apparent reason. The complimented—I'm a sucker for compliments. It's except I'm actually terrible at taking them, so that doesn't make sense. It's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with someone I love, or I unexpectedly get small gifts from someone I love. I say the hangout one. It's more meaningful to me. It's more meaning. Well, why can't I say this? It's more meaningful to me when I hear someone I love tell me I'm proud of you or someone I love helps me with a task. Proud of you. It's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with someone I love or I hear supportive words from someone I love. And get to do, you know, that was my first choice. Get to do things with someone I love. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love just does nice things for me instead of talking about doing nice things, or I can feel connected to someone I love through a hug. I think a hug. I love a good hug. It's more meaningful to me when I hear praise from someone I love, or someone I love gives me something that shows they're really thinking about me. Um, praise. It's more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around someone I love. Or, oh, I get a back rub from someone I love? Gross. Okay. (laughs) Just be around someone. (laughs) It's more meaningful to me when someone I love reacts positively to something I've accomplished or someone I love does something for me that I know they don't particularly, well, particularly enjoy. I'm going to say that one because that really shows they care about you. It's more meaningful to me when I'm able to be in close physical proximity to someone I love, or I sense so- someone I love showing interest in the things I care about. Definitely the interest one. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love works on special projects with me that I have to complete, or someone I love gives me an exciting gift. I think the special projects one. Hang on, coffee time. Okay. It's more meaningful. Whoa. You know when you get that film (laughs) on your throat? That just happened. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by someone I love on my appearance. Someone I love takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. Definitely the feelings one. It's more meaningful to me when I can share a meaningful touch in public with someone I love or someone I love offers to run errands for me. I think the touch one. Also, this is almost done. Don't worry. We're getting there. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love helps does something special for me to help me out, or I get to or I get a gift that someone I love put thought into choosing. I think the gift one actually. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love doesn't check their phone while we're talking to each other, or someone I love goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Honestly, the phone one. I freaking hate it when I'm, like, always making a conscious effort to not check my phone when I'm with my friends or, like, anyone if I'm in a relationship with someone because I don't know. I'm just, like – it's and it's different if, like, you're hanging out for, like, a really long time and, like, you just kind of – you're doing your own thing. But, like, if you're in a conversation, don't be checking that phone. So definitely not It's more meaningful to me when I can look forward to a holiday because I'll probably get a gift from someone I love or I hear the words, I appreciate you from someone I love. Definitely appreciate you. Sometimes I think that speaks so many volumes. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love and haven't seen in a while thinks enough of me to get me a little gift. Someone or someone I love takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do at the same time. Um, that one, the second one. Almost there, guys. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking or gift giving is an important part of the relationship with someone I love. Definitely the talking one. I, listen, listen. I have a big problem with this because growing up in my little family, my extended family to be exact, if you're listening, it's okay because I'm over it now. <laughs> but it's kind of the running joke that I always get interrupted in any story that I tell or any like thing that I try to say. And so I've noticed that because. Growing up, I was always interrupted by family. I now talk really, really fast because I'm trying to get every word in before someone interrupts me because I'm just conditioned that way. Um, so that's interesting, but yeah, definitely the interrupting one. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love helps me out when they already know I'm tired, or I get to go somewhere while spending time with someone I love. Someone I love. Yeah. I think helps me out when I'm tired when I'm already tired. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love touches my arm or shoulder to show their care or concern, or someone I love gives me a little gift they picked up on the course of their normal day. The touch on the shoulder to show their care. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love says something encouraging to me, or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with someone I love. I think shared activity or hobby. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love surprises me with a small token of their appreciation, or I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Um, I think the friendship, like the touching someone I love frequently. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy. I hear someone I love tell me that they appreciate me. Appreciate one. Okay, I think there's like one more left. It's more important to me when I get a hug from someone who I haven't seen in a while or I hear someone tell me how much I mean to him or her. The Tell someone how much I mean to him or her. Okay, here we go, folks. The big results are in. Okay, this is interesting. This is what I was wondering was going to happen. My primary love language is quality time. So it says, and this is 33% of like the five makeup. So it says, in quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. And that is true because I am a sucker for a deep conversation and just, like, talking about nothing and everything for, like, a really long time. So, uh, that makes sense. And honestly, not that... Also, there is no love language that is better or worse than the others, but for me personally, I am happy to see the words of affirmation kind of go down because I kind of relied on that um, in the early parts of adulthood. And so... It's nice to see that, obviously, this isn't a foolproof, but, like, it's, it is nice to see that what I'm craving now is more, like, quality time and spending time with people rather than, like, just the validation from them. So, the next biggest category is 27%, and that's words of affirmation, which still makes sense. So, this says, Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your, ska- your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. And honestly, this still is pretty true because more on the flip side of things, if I sometimes I can be really fragile with the words people say to me. So if they hit a little too close to home, then I um, they can destroy me but not usually. And the second thing, sorry, third thing, which is actually weird because I wouldn't think this would be it. And it's 20% of the makeup. It's physical touch. A person whose primary language is physical touch, not surprisingly very touchy. I see. I don't, maybe I am. I think I've gotten more touchy since since COVID kind of calmed down. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've missed out on hugging my friends and giving people high fives. And so I actually, this makes sense. But I think for the longest time, this was like the lowest thing on my list. And I and again, this one doesn't mean like straight, like more like intimate touching. It's lit, It can literally just be like high fiving or hugs or like pats on the back or anything. And that's definitely like my jam. And then the fourth thing on my makeup is... 17% it's acts of service So it says anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes The words is here. she most wants to hear. Let me do that for you Laziness broken commitments and making more work for them tell speakers of the of this language their feelings don't matter. See for me I Love doing everything by myself and I love being in control. So it's no surprise. This one's kind of lower down on the list um and then the last thing, which is only 3% of the makeup, so everything's pretty close together, Now this one's 3%, is receiving gifts. So this says, if you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift for you. A missed birthday or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. See... And if, you, if someone loves gifts, that's okay because everyone loves a good gift. But for me personally, like, I don't care really about, like, especially as an adult, I don't really care about, like, like birthday gifts and, like, Christmas gifts. Like, I'd rather just, like, be with my friends or be with my family and spend that time just being together and have no gifts involved. In fact, I feel really, really awkward opening gifts. So... Um, it's not to say that I don't love, like gifts. I love gifts, but this, it's no surprise that that is the lowest rank on my little list here. Yeah. So love languages are pretty interesting because although I even forget my equality time, that's the way that I feel the most loved when I'm with my friends or in a relationship, but like other people might, like the person that I'm with may feel differently. So if their love language is gifts even though mine is that's the last thing on my list it would still be important for me to make sure they are feeling loved and occasionally do a nice little gesture with a little gift and all these things like even though it says like words of affirmation saying I love you like it like it can just be like I'm proud of you I'm so like they're all pretty loose but it's definitely interesting to see your breakdown and how they fit into your life because Personally, for me, like I said before, at a time when I was really insecure, um, around this time last year, words of affirmation was a must. But now that's something I don't really need anymore, which that's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just that's how it is. And so but now I really want to strengthen my connections with people. So it makes sense that quality time is up there and kind of shows growth that I'm kind of changing with how i like have my relationships with people which is quite a beautiful thing so now i'm going to read you all a little how to speak to your relationships in your life and i also use relationships very loosely i mean friendships family members dating partner whatever it might be um but i use that the term relationships very loosely um So, this is from Creative Solutions Behavioral Health, and so it's a chart, and it shows how to communicate, actions to take, and things to avoid. So, for words of affirmation, you should communicate by encouraging, affirming them, appreciate, and listen actively. For actions to take, send an unexpected note, text, or card, and then to avoid not recognizing or appreciating effort. For physical touch... How to communicate nonverbal use of body language and touch to show love, actions to take, hugs, kisses, cuddling, things to avoid, physical neglect or abuse. Yeah. Um, receiving gifts. So, how to communicate thoughtfulness, make your spouse a priority or whoever this relationship is with, um, actions to take, give thoughtful gifts and gestures, express gratitude when receiving gifts, and things to avoid, unenthusiastic gift receiving forgetting special occasions. That actually is so true. Nothing hurts more than like when you go above and beyond forgetting a gift for someone and then you give it to them and it's kind of like, oh, thanks. And actually one time I did that and I felt so bad. Um, but I actually can't really say the scenario because it involves people that I'm not going to talk about. Um, because I won't be exposing them, but it was in high school. It was a long time ago. If you know, you know. Um, Quality time, how to communicate, uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one time is important, actions to take, create special moments, take walks and do small things with your partner, and things to avoid, distractions when spending time together, long time without one-on-one time. Yes, I have to agree with that. And then how to communicate for acts of service, let them know you're wanting to help to lighten their load, Um, actions to take, make them breakfast or dinner, go out of your way to help with chores. And things to avoid lacking following through on small and large tasks. So those are good things to keep in mind if you um, need to communicate how you're feeling with someone else because maybe someone is just unaware of how you feel the most appreciated because personally, I think for a while when my number one thing was words of affirmation, and when I was always seeking validation, I thought that I wasn't getting enough of it. And so I felt like unappreciated. But in reality, the people around me just didn't know that's what that's how I would feel the most appreciated. So it's good to communicate that and to and you don't need to be like, my love language is um, quality time. So therefore, we need to spend one on like, it doesn't have to be like that. But just let them know like, oh, by the way, like, I would really appreciate it if we spend if we spend more one on one time together. You know what I mean? And that's like I said, that happens in friendships just as much as relationships, like dating relationships. So it's good to communicate because everyone around you isn't a mind reader. So it's important to make sure you're expressing what you're feeling. So that, my friends, was my little deep dive into love languages and that whole realm of relationships. This has always been really fascinating to me, and it's also been like really cool to see what mine is and then like the people around me and what theirs is and how that makes us such good like friends because I'm a friend and she for the longest time me and her were both crazy words of affirmation receivers and so but we both knew that we both were aware of that so that was really good for our friendship and we knew that we had to like be really communicative with each other and so it'd be interesting to see what she is now Um, but, oh my gosh, she comes home today. She has been abroad and she comes home back into my little arms. So that will be fun. (laughs) Um, it is a beautiful day outside. So I hope you all, whoa, there's a giant raven outside my window. Um, it is a beautiful day outside. Do you hear him? (laughs) That's beautiful. Um, it is a beautiful day outside. So, Spend some time outside soaking up that vitamin D. But don't do what I did last weekend where you didn't put any sunscreen on. And I literally got so burned. And to the fact – like, to the extent that my – I look like a lizard. And I've never burned this bad and I don't know why. I think it was because it's the first, like, time my skin, especially my back, has seen sun. Because I was wearing my um, track singlet all day on Saturday. And – I think my back just wasn't used to seeing that amount of sun. And it's so gross. And actually, trigger warning if you're grossed out by things. Maybe skip ahead like a minute. Um, so I, this has been two really gross scenarios. The first, I was wearing one of those... Like those dry fit shirts that you wear for running, and I took it, and you know how like those always like snag on like dry skin. I took it off and then dispersed into the air was just my dry skin flakes, and my roommate was like, mm, "Yummy!" <laughs> and then I have navy blue sheets, and I was, I woke up in the morning one day and I wore like a tank top to bed, and all over my sheets was just dead skin flakes. So that's. Really cute, but it's honestly getting better. But it's been exactly a week now, and my skin is so bad. And there was a lot of like discoloration, which was abnormal. And I've been doing aloe. I've been doing all the right things, and now I know to wear sunscreen. Um, that's actually that's one of my worst habits. Is I just don't wear sunscreen. I know, I know, it's bad. I wo- I wear it on my face, and I always wear like hats and stuff. But it, as far as like my back goes, forget about it. Another bad habit I have is not washing my fruit. All those pesticides are going into my body. But anywho, that's besides the point. Um, I hope you all have an amazing weekend. If you're in finals now, if you're in college, you got this. Or if you're finals coming up, it is going to be stressful, but you're going to feel so good afterward. If you are a high schooler, specifically one that is choosing to go to college um, next year, happy decision day tomorrow. And I hope you all are feeling super super stoked about your future. I bet it's really bright. And for those of you who aren't, you should feel stoked about your futures too. And everyone else, I am rooting for you. You're all beautiful. You're wonderful. And I hope you have a fantastic day. I encourage you to all to take this, the love language quiz so you can learn more about yourself and the people around you. And maybe it can open up your eyes to how you should communicate in any type of relationship. And it could be helpful for the people around you. Um, Remember to follow the Instagram at Podcast to stay up to date with when I post different episodes and to get involved in some of the interactive things that I do on there. And lastly, don't forget to um, email or DM me with any questions, comments, concerns, or anything of that matter that you'd like me to chat about. But that's all for today, folks. Join me next time on OK yep.